The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. What's up, buddy? Just, you know, uh, working, virtual teaching, uh, doing a little home renovation, trying to find enough time in the day to to talk to you buddy uh yeah you know it's uh people's calendars it's a weird it's a weird dichotomy i guess of uh of people that you're home and you're not commuting to work a lot of us out there anyway i'm certainly not because i'm uh, i'm doing everything i can to find a job for crying out loud but a lot of people are you know are at home and i feel like a lot of people find themselves busier even though they're not commuting to work, like everybody thought that they would have more free time and they actually have less free time working from home. And I think it's because I've been working from home for, for years, um, most recently as, as a consultant, but um, you know, you're never really off when you're home. It's, yeah. it, it's hard to, to step away because what ends up happening is, especially if you're at home, you know, like you mentioned, like homeschooling kind of kid or, you know, the, the virtual learning, which a lot of people are doing right now. You, you do that, you take a couple minutes away from the computer, then you get back to it and you're behind on work. So then you're trying to catch up. And then later that night, you're like, oh, you know, I should probably plug back in and, and answer some more emails. It's just like you're really working your entire day up. There's no real disassociation with work when you work from home. So... I'm actually kind of liking the idea of going back to the office, <laughs> you know, which I don't think I ever thought I would have said that, but uh, here we are. Here we are. So, yeah, man, it's uh, it's weird, but, you know, things, I, I really feel like we're in the last six to nine months of this thing, which when you think, I guess we're in the first six months, but <laughs> I, I feel like we're, I feel like we're over the, the really bad stuff, and I've been betting against American society to, to get on top of this from the get-go. Um, so I'm not surprised where we are, but Hey, at least we got sports kind of back and playoffs and regular season for MLB. They finally figured it out. The NFL is almost back. So that's real good. Yeah, man, you know, a little bit of normalcy will, will help. (laughs) Definitely helps a little bit. Uh, it's just a weird, weird times. Yeah. And speaking of the NFL, so, um, yeah. Oh, by the way, I have the Fantasy Football Almanac and Draft Guide. Uh, if you uh, have not yet purchased, you still have time to get it before a lot of your fantasy drafts out there. So hold on, I'm digging behind me for everybody in the uh, the YouTube crowd here. But uh, it's available on Amazon.com. Uh, free updates. So if you bought this earlier and haven't signed up for updates, I definitely encourage you to do that because a lot of stuff has shifted even without having preseason games to watch and all that. So there's been a lot of updates. But uh, you know, the NFL, I, I, you know, that last year we detailed the Las Vegas Raiders, or I, I Oakland last year um, on Hard Knocks, and we did a whole series on it, and we were pumped for it. We had a lot of fun with it. I completely forgot that Hard Knocks is on until I saw a tweet this, this morning about it. Oh, really? What's the team this year? It's it's a dual team. It's you, you See? I mean, it's like... I have no idea. Yeah. have no idea. So, so it's... It, yeah. It, they went back to the Rams, which I don't find them to be particularly interesting, but it's a it's a it's the Rams and the Chargers. Um, so they basically what happened was the, the TV crew stuck to L.A., which you would think, you know, cut down the, the travel time for those guys um, and gals that are producing the show, and they went back and two teams in LA so they could do both teams. I have not watched a single episode. I literally forgot it was on. And I'm finding myself in this. I don't know if you're feeling the same way with the NBA. We'll, we're going to talk about that in um, in a part two episode this week. But without the NFL preseason, I'm finding myself harder to get excited for the NFL season. It's almost like I was talking to Brad last week. 
I feel like the NFL preseason, as much as people give it grief, I'm not a, a big grief giver. I, I like the preseason a little bit, especially it helps me with fantasy and helps, helps me with gambling and stuff. So I like the, I like that prep season for me personally. But I, I'm finding like it's it's almost like we're missing the four weeks between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and we're just gonna wake up on the day of opening kickoff and be like, oh yeah, it's Christmas. I think it takes yeah, away no, something sure. of it. Yeah, it just feels like we're in this like weird like rut, like where mm. we haven't been able to like break through to actually be like, okay, well things are things are happening. Mm-hmm. It just kind of feels like we're just kind of in this stagnant period still, and it, I, I think it's just because the calendar of everything is just so uh, off. You know, it, 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 you usually kind of get into a flow of things, and like you said, like preseason. Or things like that, you know, college football ramp. You know, we just everything just feels off. You know, the NBA is still, you know, playoffs just started. You know, and so I feel like our timing of like where we are in life that's usually based on sports is yeah all thrown off. That is a really interesting thought. Like, it's almost like a body clock. You know, right. You know, the right. we- the weather's getting a little bit better. Oh, I bet you pitchers and catchers are reporting to spring training. Or, man, it's getting hot outside. I bet you the NBA, it- it's time for their uh, it's time for their playoff run. Or, mm-hmm. oh, you know, the weather's, you know, turning drier and crisper. I bet you, uh, you know, it's-, it's time for college football and the NFL to come back. And our body clocks are off. And right. I-, I-, I continue to be, I don't know what the right word is, maybe impressed, maybe um, supremely interested in how much the lack of sports has in my opinion not not only me but the whole the whole country and maybe the whole world um maybe less so in Europe because they've had premier league back and i know that's their big right. sport but it, how how impacted i feel like and how bruised we are as a society when we don't have sports it really is a coming together even when we hate the teams like even if it's like red sox yankees or duke versus north carolina or throw any other rivalry out there you want to throw out there even when you, even when you come to sports with negativity, it's still coming together in a lot of ways. Because I don't, I don't know, man. It's just like it's almost like a way to get our aggression and our stress out. Even when you're well, mad, yeah. just get it out at the TV and your sports teams, you know. Well, yeah, and like the way this kicked off is like one of the biggest things of the year that people get brought together got mm-hmm. canceled in March Madness. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and once that got canceled, it was just kind of like everything else was put on hold and now it's kind of sputtering back. But the fact that the NBA is going to be playing in October, like their finals in October, when that's usually when they start their regular season and, you know, um, high school sports. And, you know, once the weather changes, you start to like, feel like, all right, I'm in football season. It's a little bit colder. All right. I'm in basketball season. Get to April. Okay. You know, baseball you know and you just kind of have like this clock if you are like geared towards sports even if you're not like a super fan of any of those sports you just it's part of our it's just part of our daily like you know even if it's background noise it's there yeah you know and, and we're conscious of it and I feel like this being thrown off like with everything else in the world is just you know it's just a weird feeling yeah, it, it, weird. And then, you know, I mentioned this maybe in, in a couple of weeks ago, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm eating the, the MLB stuff up, which I'm shocked by because I've, I left the MLB a while ago. Um, 
you know, because they're uh, of all the U.S. sports, I think they're the least progressive. Um, I think they give the worst messaging in the news. They give the worst product on the field to fans. I know people that are baseball, like locked into baseball. I get it. Like you love it. Um, but I, I think baseball is shrinking as a sport because they're losing basically the 40 and under crowd at this right. point, maybe even the 50 and under crowd. And they're very slowly adopting like no brainer stuff. Like, Hey, can you go back to replay and see if a home run was fair or foul? I mean, I mean, come on, you know, right. it's like FIFA. They finally instituted, I think, goal replay in their last World Cup where they just have the overhead camera. Was it a goal or a not? How do you how do you, how do you not implement that? I mean, come right, on. Right, right, I mean, right. come on. But, um, you know, the MLB, which I think puts kind of the, the they almost repeatedly kick their fans in the nuts year after year. But what I'm finding is that when I can get this is another freaking thing that drives me nuts. So, so I live in Chicago, uh, the Chicago area. And a lot of times the MLB network will put on a Cubs or a White Sox game and it'll be blacked out as if the White Sox or the Cubs could sell out their crowd. It's blacked out. I can't find it on another local channel. It's blacked out. I can't watch. And not only that, I can't, they don't put a second game on, you know, they don't put a replacement game on. It's blacked out. I can't watch baseball. (laughs) Whenever Chicago, whenever either one of the Chicago teams, because they're not selling out their stadium, so it drives me crazy. I mean, that's that's the Major League Baseball for you, though. I can't figure yet figure out how to get their product out to people. It's like right, right, NHL right. in the late '90s. NHL was popping in like '96 to '98. Yep, yep. And then and then they decide just to pull <laughs> pull the, pull their their product off the network, and then they like they show it to like basically uh cable access in canada no and that's a good point man because i remember you know everyone was playing you know even in florida we were playing street hockey all the time street hockey you know and that was right in that time because that's when hockey was booming it was and then they just messed up and took their product off away from people yeah we have florida kids out there in rollerblades and Mm -hmm. i was buying up you know buying up all this stuff and like you know and then it just kind of went away yeah, it's crazy. You think about stuff like that, and you're like, man, it's you know, it's crazy how something can change, mm-hmm. you know, and be so finite, you know, and it's yeah. Crazy. And then so like I look at, I, and I have no doubt about this, but um, MLS soccer, I think in in 20 years will be a bigger sport than um, the Major League Baseball. The only thing that's really changing that right now is you have a couple really big teams like the Yankees are always going to be huge, the Dodgers are always going to be huge. Um, the Cardinals in St. Louis are always going to be huge. Um, and these teams have, um, you know, TV networks. So they're always going to be big and there's always going to be kind of a distribution of income. But once major league soccer, look, there's going to be come a point and it's already starting from a business point of view where the better spend and the better investment for a TV network like ESPN, who has a deal by the mm-hmm. way with major league soccer, where it's the better deal for them. Because the demographics of the country are changing. They can put a yep. sport on. It's going to be cheaper to buy. And we all know about how ESPN had to fire everybody once their contracts got crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, their TV. So they're going to have more product on TV. And they're going to just start marketing to the changing demographics of the country. And it's going to be a bigger sport. I mean, it's growing It's growing like weeds considerably. Um, well, and- that's why, you know, you have investors, you know, like Kevin Durant just oh, yeah. bought that, you know, Philadelphia team. Yes. And, you know, because they know, like... Hey, you know, maybe not right now, but we see it trending upwards and where are we going to be, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, you know, youth soccer and, and, um, in America is huge. I mean, we all sign our kids up for, yeah. for soccer as the first sport, you mm-hmm. know, 
Um, so myself included, who I, I played, I played baseball my whole life, as you know. Um, but yeah, man, I just, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. But back to like sports though, and what kind of what I was talking about before is I I find myself watching baseball again and I can tell you why, because I thought I was going to be geeked up for NBA and I've watched like two NBA games. I know you've watched more because you're an NBA guy, but I, I think the difference is the MLB, I really miss the fake crowd noise. I really miss it. And so the MLB, the MLB, I love it because like you said, even if it's on in the background, there's a comfort level. There's a comfort level for me hearing the fake crowd noise. And they do such a good job on these television broadcasts, even with like the CGI people. Like if you're not paying too much attention, even that kind of feels normal. It makes me feel normal. Uh, The NBA looks like I'm watching like a high school basketball tournament, which look, the product on the court, it's great and all that, but without the fake crowd noise i feel like it feels awkward to me yeah yeah yeah. and i know that there was an argument come in like what's going to be more awkward the fake crowd noise or not and i'm firmly in the fake crowd noise because i mean the production crews are are just fantastic with how they do Mm -hmm. it in baseball i mean they they really had that dialed in so i hope the nfl does some of that but i saw dude i saw a, a story yesterday the day before i can't remember which stadium it was maybe the kansas city chiefs 22 percent occupancy so they're going back at at twenty percent occupancy in their home games. They're gonna have they're oh, gonna have really? people in the stands. Yeah, which I think is uh, I guess you, wild. Yeah, that is wild. I mean, I guess if you could fill seats and have you know it, you know, be be spaced out, I guess you can do that. I mean, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know who makes the cut there. I don't know. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm guessing the season tickets, there's going to be a lottery within the people in the season. There's probably an opt-out. I mean, this is what I would do is if I owned mm-hmm. the Chiefs and I was going to go that route. First of all, I wouldn't have fans in the stands, and I'll tell you why in a second. But um, what I would do is I, I guess the first thing I would do is, is have an opt-out. Hey, are you a season ticket holder? Do you want to opt-out? Then I guess I would choose between two things. Do I break up the season into quarters? I don't think I'd do that. I think I would just have a season ticket lottery at that point. For anybody who still wants season tickets, I would have a lottery. Right. And um, just like the Super Bowl, man, like I think if you're a season ticket holder, you get in a lottery for Super Bowl tickets, and you're not going to win the lottery. But I think that's how it works. It used, it used to be how it worked. I don't know. There's no shortage of action going on with our exclusive partners at betonline.ag. Sports are slowly making its way back. MLB and now NBA join UFC, boxing, NASCAR, and soccer. BetOnline has all the best odds and lines for the upcoming games and matches. Need more? BetOnline has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening every day live for you to check out. Looking for something else other than sports? BetOnline also has hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and all the best props in the business. Visit betonline.ag or use your mobile device and join now to receive your new welcome bonus and start playing today. Bet online, your online wagering experts. Visit betonline.ag and don't forget that promo code podcast1. That's p o d c a s t o n e for your sign up bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. But Brad and I got into a big argument. I can't remember if you and I talked about this. We got into a big argument off the air uh, when we were <laughs> we were yelling at each other. I have it on tape somewhere. I should just release it. But um, I didn't because, you know, the, the topic of, of COVID and what to do is so polarizing. And I just, it was just a, the, the classic political argument back and forth. Right. Brad feels, and he's in Miami and he's had COVID. Mm-hmm. Of course, Brad's had COVID. I mean, of Brad, course. Brad's, you know, 
licking stamps before somebody else who licked a stamp. Yeah, he's just double licking stamps just for the hell of it. That's, that's Brad. Right, but, right. Um, yeah, so like he told me I had COVID. I'm like, oh yeah, of course you did. Like I don't know why I'm surprised by this. Of course you had COVID. You probably you've probably had it seven times. But um, right. so anyway, he was talking about like, oh, it was just a blip on my radar and blah blah blah. And I'm like, yeah, well, dude, like. Look at you. You got no fat on you. You work out like an hour a day. You're you are in peak athletic performance. I mean, you're not you're not an NFL player, but you're in peak athletic performance. And he was arguing with me that that was the case. I said, "Dude, come come on, man. Like, hey, come on. You're you're right. you're in the best shape of anybody I know yeah, outside of maybe 40. Gooch. He's under forty. He's yeah. you know uh, in good shape. You know, he, he he'll be fine." Yeah, right. And so, like, he was just like, he's like, I don't know. And the point he was making, and I, I kind of understand the point, is like, this half toned water stuff doesn't work. Either go all in or um, all in and just open everything back up or ice everything and just social distance and don't do anything. Um, when it comes to fans in the crowd, I got to say, I think it's wild. And what I was trying to explain to him is, the idea of like fluid dynamics, like you cough and a and a germ goes in the air. Think of it the way I think about it is: drop a feather off your roof and see where that thing goes. You know, it's gonna blow around if it catches wind, or a bag on the road. You know how sometimes you're driving on the highway yeah, and yeah, yeah. bat. I mean, you don't know where this thing's gonna go. So I feel like if I'm an NFL owner. Look, I know that, you know, you want to have fans in the crowd. You know, I know that it's revenue. I know it's it's huge. But for me, I'm thinking about product on the field. And I don't want somebody in the upper bowl coughing. You know, if, right. you know, I just don't, I just don't want more exposure. And so I keep talking about this with the NFL. It, it, it's like they're, it's like they're actively trying to have an outbreak with their policy. I don't understand what they are doing. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's just, I mean, you and I, you and I are more in that the same thinking. So yeah, um, you know, I I agree with you. It's I it's don't like know, it, you know, it's they've their COVID policy. It's almost like why have a COVID policy w with what they have? It's like eh, what's the minimum we can get the NFLPA to agree to? And I guess that is the mentality: is the NFL just wants to? They're of. To me, they're of the type of, of organization that is just going to sweep this under the rug and assume it goes away. Whereas, right. you know, you work in the health field. Um, you know, I, I read data and stuff and, and analyze and crunch numbers just with everything in my life. And everything that, that you see in your industry and that I'm seeing in data says that once you combine this outbreak with flu season, it's going to be a nightmare. And it's right at the peak of the NFL season. Like you're talking about like November through January, right? End of the season through yeah. first rounds of the playoffs. It's a nightmare. Well, and the good part, uh, and here's a little bit of, you know, glimmering hope. They're, they're, they're thinking with everyone wearing masks and doing social distance that the flu season actually might not be as bad this year. That's good. Because of um, actions in place to yeah. for COVID, you know. So hopefully that's a trend that we see. That we don't have a big, horrible, um, you know, uh, double outbreak. Flu, yeah, yeah, flu thing because of actions that are being taken in COVID. But we'll see. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, we'll see about all that. But mm -hmm. you know, the the twenty two percent fans. I mean, first of all, it's it's. I think it's. I think it's bad for the fans, but. Um, whatever, <laughs> you know, if they want to show up, they'll show up. But um, I, I just – I don't want anybody even relatively close on a windy day 
putting spores into the into the into the thing that can get on the field. I just think it's I just think it's a, a wildly stupid <laughs> thing to do. And now add to that that the NFL, as I've been talking to readers, you know, everybody kind of again still the first thing: Are we getting a season? Hopefully, we get a full season. All that. I'm like, yeah, we'll get a Super Bowl champion. Don't worry about that. But um, the NFL is in a unique position because their TV contracts are so strong that they make back about 80 to 90% of their operating costs just by having games on the air. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to hold true. And and you follow the money. So th- that's why I keep saying, I said, guys, they're not just going to pump the brakes. When you add in merchandising on top, like merchandising uplift on top of mm-hmm. TV contracts, they're profitable. Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't know about the NBA um, and the MLB. I don't, I don't trust what the owners say, but the NFL is just in better footing because their TV contracts are the strongest at this point. So, um, it's wild, man. I don't know. It's just goofy. It is goofy. Goofy times. We'll see. Goofy we'll times. see how it goes. But yeah, I didn't even know Hard Knocks was Hard on. Knocks. So. I completely, completely whiffed. I heard about it and then I forgot about it until I saw a tweet this morning. And I was like, oh, geez, I probably, I've probably missed like four episodes. I gotta. I mean, I'll go back and rewatch him, but I'm not looking forward to freaking seeing the Rams again. McVeigh in his tight pants. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe <laughs> loosen those things up and run the damn ball this season. How about that? Crushed yeah, we'll see. Year. I mean, I feel like this is going to be a big year for him because he kind of was like Mister, uh, mm-hmm. you know, boy genius, prod- prodigy guy, mm-hmm. and then people kind of figured stuff out. So it's kind of like, all right, what are you going to do now? You know, are you a yeah. one trick pony or, you know, yeah. you're going to you're going to open trick. it up a little bit. Uh, you know, he's a he's a big guy that will like review other people's tape and try to implement things. And I saw some press out there saying like he likes how Kyle Shanahan and the San Francisco 49ers employ their running game. And they do the hot hand approach and blah, blah, blah. That's I mean, that's BS. He, he, he was doing that last year with Malcolm Brown and Todd Gurley. Um, the key is he went away from a run, as I keep reminding yeah. people. And it like people. He went away from the run. He he had Jared Goff throwing the ball 60 freaking times a game. It's Jared Goff, man. He's like Jared Goff is a better version of Kirk Cousins. He's just not – dude, he's not Tom Brady. He's not what Peyton Manning was. He's certainly not what Mahomes is. Um, I mean, that's the key here for the, for the freaking Rams. <laughs> By the way, um, one thing before um, uh, we either close out or move to another subject. So I saw an, uh, an article today on ESPN that said um, Belichick is open to anything. Um, with employing quarterbacks, even platooning quarterbacks and having two quarterbacks, Stidham and Cam Newton, play at a time. Did did anybody say anything about that, Sam? When everybody was talking about the the the, the Patriots going to the Super Bowl, was anybody saying, "Hey, pump the brakes, pump the brakes on this Cam Newton thing"? I think it's going to be more of a platoon situation. Uh, maybe you. Yeah. How about that. <laughs> maybe our maybe our number one selling. Ah, yeah, yeah, I did. Dude, so I forgot about that entirely. I moved into number one, the fantasy football almanac. I moved into number one position in fantasy sports, which is great. But, uh, you know, there's there's two other kind of big books on Amazon that um, that sell. And we're, we usually kind of trade off throughout the year, uh, depending on sales cycles and marketing and stuff, kind of that number one spot. It's been a while since I had it, um, like maybe a month or two, or at least at, since I've noticed I've had it. But um, generally the top-selling fantasy book like in June and July, is still behind, I'm talking fantasy football book, it's still behind J.K. Rowling's A History of Quidditch. So our biggest comp- competition in fantasy sports, it's not it's not me or the other guys that are writing the books, it's J.K. Rowling, A History of Quidditch. 
And after, I'm telling you, right, you know, September 15th, right after that big selling cycle, a history of Quidditch, right back at number one, fantasy sports. And there's a quaffle set that you can buy that, that's also in fantasy sports. For some reason, fantasy sports publications, you can also buy a quaffle set, which is basically a, a couple of leather-bound balls and what looks like a ping-pong ball spray-painted spray gold. Speaking of, I forgot about this, too. So we were texting last night. And I was like, hey, you know, I got the number one book and blah, blah, blah. And um, <laughs> he said, and then I was talking about this Quidditch thing. He said, well, yeah, everybody's, um, I know it's big because I see grown men playing Quidditch <laughs> in a park do, by man. my house. So tell me about that. All right. Well, it's much like LARPing or the live action role playing, you know, that's kind of, I feel like it's Renaissance fair stuff, of, right? Yeah. It's the same kind of, you know, subset of people that are probably you know, partaking and, you know, live. Yeah. So, I mean, they do have brooms in between their legs. Um, obviously they aren't flying. I don't know much about the <laughs> Harry Potter world other than what, you know, I've, I've learned, um, just through osmosis. But, yeah. Right. You know, right. yeah, they, they basically, yeah, they have a field and they they're throwing stuff where they, I, it looks like two goals and they have like a ball and, yeah, they just kind of play. It's kind of like soccer on brooms, like so, with their hands. I don't, you know. I've never, I've never seen the game play. First of all, I'm not above playing anything. If it's fun, it's fun. I don't care. Um, you know, I used to play like like ultimate frisbee. To me, is one of the the most fun games you can play, and a lot of people make fun of that. And it's a, it's a fun game. You run around and you throw things and try to score and stuff. So I don't, I don't care too much about that. But what I do know is there's a there's a movie called The Internship with um, Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn. And um, they try to get a job at Google and stuff. And one of the challenges that, that they encounter is, I guess, Google had, <laughs> like, Quidditch games. And they had to divide into teams and all that stuff and play Quidditch. And so what I what I know about the idea of, of actually playing Quidditch comes from that movie. And they all have to hold a broom between their legs. So they're you're playing one-handed because you have to hold the broom and run around. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's a mixture of basically um, – it's like handball. You have to like throw the ball on the goal. And then I saw, I don't know if this is a real thing or whatever, but in, in, in this movie, at least they had like some skinny fast guy, um, in a gold, like leotard and he was the golden snitch and you had to basically tackle him to catch the golden. Snitch. Yeah. So I think that's funny. what it is. Like the college, I went to, you know, Flagler, um, they yeah. actually have a team no and they play other teams. Like it's an inter intramural thing and they play other teams. Are we going to, are we like, <laughs> Look, throughout the state and stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. So I don't know if they're I'm, – I'm guessing their season might be canceled. <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, it's Flagler. It's want... in the Jacksonville area. I'm sure they're playing, man. Yeah, I'm trying probably. to cough on everybody. Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> you know, we, we, we used to laugh, what, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, about colleges that had, like, intramural video game teams. And now you can get – there's big money in it. You can get scholarships and all that. Yeah. Hey, are we far off from, from – Scholarships for Quidditch. Quidditch, Quidditch scholarships. I'm sure. Oh, one, I, I, I mean, there might be a school that actually does offer that. I'm not sure though. But. It's ba it's basically handball, you know. Right. And handball, is, it looks. I've never played it, but it looks like a fun game. You're basically just, mm -hmm. you know, running. You know, it's kind of like football. It's kind of like soccer, but you use your hands and not yeah. your feet. It's cool. Um, yeah, what else? I had something else about that. Um, oh, I, I'll tell the quick story to you since we were texting about this. So I almost killed myself last week by mistake. Um, 
I don't know what's going on, dude. Like, again, just kind of COVID brain, I'll call it, dude. Like, I, I've, <clears throat> I, for somehow, I'm, I'm officially unemployed. I'm trying to find jobs. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm, I'm facilitating the book. I'm doing this, and, um, you know, I have some construction going on at the house, so I'm doing that, and I'm trying to do these projects, and I got like my brain all, all mashed up. Um, and fall's coming up in Chicagoland, and we thought, hey, you know, it'd be nice to roast some marshmallows, try to get some activity for the kids, you know, outside. So we're like, okay, let's go buy a fire pit. So I was going to go to Home Depot or Menards or something, buy a fire pit. Noticed that there was a uh, a stroller in the back of my van. And so I was like, ah, I don't really don't feel like getting the stroller out. So I'm sitting there while my car is running. I'm thinking, I don't really feel like getting the stroller out right now. I think I could probably just pack around it. I'm just like, no, just, just do it. Just get out and do it. So I get out of the car. I had already thrown the car into reverse. While I was having this internal dialogue of whether or not I want to be lazy and just try to, to work around this stroller, I threw in the car into reverse, got out of the car with the door open, and the car starts rolling backward while I'm in the garage. And so I'm hanging. on. I have my one hand on the steering wheel. I have one hand on the car door that's open. I think a foot is kind of in, like, the, the area. Like, my right foot is still kind of in the van. And my left foot is basically hopping. I'm hopping backwards. And um, and I know I can mentally remember, because kind of time slows down in that situation. I'm like, I, I, I think immediately, oh, you effing idiot. You freaking idiot. And so, like, that's one hop back. And then I'm like, I got to get in here and stop this car as fast as I can. And so I try to take a hop, but the, the car's picking up steam at this point. So I'm like, oh, crap. So I'm still off balance. Third hop, I'm thinking, you got to get in here or you're going to fall, you know? So I jump. I get into the car. I look down. I have one chance. And I'm 5'8", I'm so I'm a shorter guy. I have one chance to take a stab at the pedal. I stab my foot at the pedal. I end up hitting the gas pedal instead of the brake just because, you know, I'm basically fully extended trying to get something. And um, and I just missed I missed the break and so like I mean I was I was probably you know two tenths of a second away from from saving the day but um, I didn't the car with the car door ran into my garage um, destroyed my garage car door bent back and and it stopped the van you know so basically the the van hit the garage the garage is mangled the car's crushed um, against went back destroyed the fender all this stuff. And, um, and so I put the gar- car into drive and, you know, I see the damage is just catastrophic. Call my wife who had just left. And I said, I, uh, I broke the van. I broke the van. And I told her, and she said to me, I'm glad it was you and not me. Cause you'd be really pissed. <laughs> you'd be really pissed at me. <laughs> I said, I would be, but I was really, I mean, I was really ticked at myself. I could not believe I did that. And then, you know, in the midst of this, trying to figure out the garage and all this stuff, which by the way, I have to buy basically a new garage door which means i have to buy um you know all these parts it's going to be thousands of bucks the van which i thought was going to be fairly repairable it's like fifty five hundred dollars worth of damage so i have to do a freaking insurance claim for what is probably the dumbest moment of my life all right on the level of sean being mad how mad were you in this i (laughs) i really i mean honestly i can't think of another time another time where I've been more mad at myself and more like just furious with myself. Cause I've seen some hot tempers from you. 
And, and so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little older. I'm a little cooler now. I'm fine. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, but I, you know, I didn't, you know, like no, like no, like outbursts, no, like you know, tears or fears shouted out or anything like that. But oh, okay. I was, I mean, I was, I was past that point to be honest with you. It was just yeah. like, I mean, I think I was pacing in the garage, just like so, just infuriated at my stupidity. And then, and then, like, as I was, you know, assessing the damage, first thing I had to do, by the way, because the van was undrivable, I had to actually figure out how to get the door, the door off, um, because it was, I mean, it was a jar. It was actually mm-hmm. um, past a jar. It was just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't close it. I couldn't do anything with it. So I had to take the, the car door off. I got, you know, it was like two bolts and like a little wire disassembly. So it wasn't that bad. But then I started looking at the garage and, um, and seeing that, and then I was just like, everything was mangled, and I was so ticked. Um, but then I started thinking about, um, you know, this is maybe an hour after the fact, once I was kind of working through everything. It started to set in that, like, I almost killed myself in one of the stupidest ways imaginable. <laughs> because this thing nailed the garage. It nailed yeah. it. And there's nothing I would have been able to do outside of... The door was bent so badly. I've replayed this, you know. The door was bent so badly, I might have been able to maybe, you know, kind of get some momentum. But if I was crushed, I wouldn't have been able to call for help. Nobody nobody came out and checked on me at that point. Like, all this mm-hmm. stuff. And I was just like, wow, what an idiot. And and so actually, you know, in, in terms of being mad, I ended up kind of like just like – I was shell shocked for a while, just like yeah, 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 a ridiculously like close shave, and then you know you get you see your kids and all that, and you're just like, my gosh, this would have been. Can you imagine? I was I was telling you know my wife is like, can you imagine um, you know your daughter telling telling a story when she's adult? Oh yeah, you know it was, it was yeah, my dad. Oh, yeah. yeah, he uh he crushed himself because he threw <laughs> he got out of a moving car. Just an idiot. Yeah, just an idiot. But anyway, you're talking about mad. I was mad on um. Was it Monday, Tuesday? I was trying to fix the garage. Got everything all set up. Get, you know, got the replacement parts in there. Ordered them online and everything. Got everything in there. I didn't realize a wheel had come out and the the garage went ajar. Completely destroyed the garage. Completely, completely mangled the thing. And so I, I walked up. My wife, you know, my wife's working from home. Walk upstairs. I'm just like, hey, I, I need your help in a second. And really, what ended up happening is the the garage is just like foobar. And she came down, and I just. I just like I didn't you know because I'm in a, I'm in a neighborhood I have to be functional so I didn't like actually scream but I was whisper screaming <laughs> just like I can't believe it. wheels out <laughs> so I was I was I was pretty irked and you know my, my wife's just like uh huh uh huh so we had your to wife come. is a damn saint she is man. a saint she's a, she's the best she's, she's the best she is awesome she's been she's been saving my ass for a good what two years now. <laughs> So, <laughs> seems awesome. Start. Well, that's part of it too. Is like, dude, I don't think I've made a good decision in about um, eighteen months. I mean, it's like I have been. I was actually thinking about this, like maybe last night or today. I don't think uh, you remember when I moved to California, had to move back, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I don't think I've I've had such a run of bad, um, bad luck, bad decision making, just a, a a a momentum of crap. I don't think I've had that in my life for about 13, 14 years. And life's ebbs and flows. You know, you're going to be up. Right. I've been up for a long time. Um, and then, you know, kind of like really down. But it's just like, man. And I have my health. So that's the most important thing. Family's right, healthy. Right, right. You know, so you keep it in perspective. But like, it's it's almost like <laughs> at this point, 
uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of over it. I'm like, I'm on the upside again. I was down. I was like this whole weekend. I was like down and out. Now you just kind of have to look at it from take a step back and look at it and just laugh at how just a spectacular failure things have been um, for me personally. Um, lack of contribution, uh, like all this stuff. It's just you have to laugh at, at, at you know, COVID destroying two business, not one, but two, including sports, <laughs> you know, yeah. sports leaving. It's like what the, you know, at some point things will go back up, you know, uh, you know, it'll swing back. But for uh, crying yeah, out loud. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of that's not your decision making. This is bad. This is bad, bad luck, you bad know, kind of compiled. So, you know. It'll all be good. One day yeah. look back and be like, "Man, that was a that was a shitty time." But yeah, you know, I mean, ride. it's <laughs> I mean, it's like what like what else what else could you do? And um, yeah, uh, you know, I'll give you a quick example before we close out the show. Is um, so I was setting. I'm in a. I'm starting restarting a fantasy football league, and I'm starting like we had to. It's kind of a dynasty keeper league, but we have to set the draft order for the first year, randomized all that. And so I was thinking about what's a cool way to do this. I made a little video, um, and I wanted kind of like the the old like nineteen early nineteen nineties ping pong ball scenario where like the, the my perfect thing would have been I could have had like the the ping pong machine with everybody's names written on it, and then boom, sucked it up, and then say, oh, this is your this is your pick, you know. But mm-hmm. so I was like, well, I'm not gonna you know, buy anything like that. So what, how can I do it? And so I thought, oh, why don't I roll up pieces of paper and put it in an air corn popper, which I have, and uh-huh. then it'll spit out the paper and I can do that. And so I was telling my wife about it. My wife's like, mm, that's a fire hazard. And I'm like, yeah, you know, <laughs> I don't really think it's going to catch on fire. And then I had to laugh because I was like, you know what? If, if, if there's one thing I can add to this weekend, it's setting my house on fire by setting setting a fantasy football draft. And so I was like, you know, I think I'm going to stay away from the air corn popper idea. Yeah. I think it would have been cool, but like, you know. It would have been, but she's right. She, she's absolutely right. So <laughs> absolutely right. So I didn't want to I didn't want to add that to the list. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> this is stupid. Let's do what a what a stupid week, <laughs> dumb week, just a just a a layers layer upon layer of garbage. Uh, but we have our health, and that's that. Truly, is all that matters. So that's it, brother. I got a wife carrying my ass right now, so that helps too. Be nice oh, to uh, to contribute. I think that's what you know. Do you ever feel like you just like you're not like can't do anything right you're not contributing it's just like come on like some some positive give me something to smile about yeah bro but you know like you yeah. said ebbs and flows i mean there's ebbs been and times flows, yeah. where you've had to carry stuff and you yep. know you guys you know good team she's you yep. got yourself a sugar mama you, you're yeah. very blessed so Could be worse just keep riding that out good looking sugar mama at that yeah just don't burn your house down you're yeah, right. fantasy said in the fantasy she football might, draft. She might, she might, she I listened. Might start say, yeah, I listened. Yeah, yeah. I, I think like you know, after the garage thing, I was just like, I, I, I'm looking around. And I'm like, I have so many freaking tools, and I don't know how to use a damn one of them. <laughs> and so I'm like, do I just sell all these? Like, do I even want to? Am I retiring at this point from from doing anything with my hands? I think I might. I honestly, I like. Yeah, I'll keep like three or four of them. Like everybody needs a drill in the house, but I'm like, do I need like a sawzaw? I think I'm doing more hard than uh, harm than good. Do I need like a, a rip saw? Do I need this? Do I need that? And I'm like, eh, I don't, I don't think I, I don't think I should touch any of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's an episode. Everybody, hey, uh, do better than I've been. Uh, you know, treat people well. Be good. Be good.
Welcome, Welcome to, the to the podcast. Functional sports are all it. Sam and Sean, too, they be. Sports in real life, they got real lives. Better tune in every week. Don't miss the podcast. Cause you might get put on blast. And you know just what we call it. Functional sports are all it. Yeah, yo, sport addicts with real lives. Talking about real life, they real nice. Going cray on the Netflix late nights. And they build an NBA, keeping the game tight. Repping the 407, Old Town. And nine fours when they met, now they hold it down. Talking life, talking real social issues. All lighthearted, so don't bring your tissues. And don't talk stupid, cause Sean might lose it. You love sports, this podcast strikes like Cupid. Taking road trips, why not just for kicks? Sean going global, you know why? YOLO. And don't get him started on Gooch Givens. They here to spit knowledge, no time for the dishes. Aging like a fine wine, sipping in the kitchen. Gray in the beard, got wisdom, so listen. Functional sports are all it. Sam and Sean, too, they be. Sports in real life, they got real lives. Better tune in every week, don't miss the podcast. Cause you might get put on blast.